0: Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The songs of my emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. Welcome, 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 guys. I got time today. I'm not rushing, and um, this is not a pre-record. So (laughs) I am here. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Start off with my introduction. Um, If this is your first time here, if you're either you're live or watching the replay, um, uh, this is Emotion Monday. E is for electronic, motion is movement. And the purpose for um, this day of the week for the Psalms of My Emotion is to push you forward, you know, through the electronic means, you know, through the internet, through, you know, this platform to uh, have you push you so that you can be in motion, right? While dealing with your emotions. Um, (laughs) Because sometimes... Um, when you're not uh, healed or you're suffering from your your wounds or any emotional wounds It could stop you actually from moving forward to moving into the things that god has for you. So That is the purpose for emotion monday. I drop these wisdom jesus nuggets that he gives me Um that he continually gives me because you know, sometimes i'm like am I gonna run out of stuff eventually but no He just keeps giving me uh, fresh insight fresh revelation All the time and I take it not for granted that he gives them to me So, um, i'm so grateful godly grateful for it And also if you guys don't know because some of you guys are not facebook Viewers if you like youtube better. I am actually live on youtube as well Um, because I know I like youtube when I watch things because I can see it on my tv, but uh Um, So YouTube is live and you can watch the replay on YouTube. Um, This podcast is audio. So um, it's available on most things uh, that you like to listen to podcasts or where podcasts are available. So just search the Psalms of My Emotions podcast and it should pop up. Um, I believe we're approaching almost 150 episodes, real close. Um, So there's plenty, plenty If you. If you are just getting started with the Songs of My Emotions podcast, just heard about it. You have plenty to listen to and to catch up on. So not going to prolong it any longer. Let the healing begin. So you guys, um, you know, well, first I had this thought while I was just writing everything out or writing my little notes. And, you know, sometimes. You just have to be in this mode of gratitude. Um, you know, I just want to park here for a minute. Um, of where God has has brought you from. Sometimes we can want something or look so far into the future and then we're disappointed because we're not there or it's not happening fast, fast enough. But what gratitude does is it has you, you know, look at the blessings that God has already done for you. And then it gives you the strength. It gives you, um it kind of, it renews your faith, you know, because you look back and saw the things that God's done before with you. And then you're amazed by that. So it says, you know, <laughs> right, 150 piece nugget pack. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes it's just amazing. I was just thinking like, you guys, I wouldn't have thought three, maybe three years ago, that I would be, you know, just on here talking, you know, to you guys, that I would have a podcast and that it would continue to grow and, and things. So I'm just grateful because this is actually something that I was scared to do was to get on live and <laughs> talk to people, which in a way, like, I tried to like really structure it. Um, I had to write out everything that I wanted to say and, you know, I thank God for his grace that he didn't just like say, you know, just he knew what I needed to do. He knew the tra- training that I needed to have. Right. He need, He know what I needed to know to get comfortable with some things he wants me to do. So now it's just notes and I just let him speak. Right. So it's just not me. I let him speak. So let's go ahead and get to this topic, y'all. Counterfeits. Counterfeits. This is actually... Um, like a teaching, slash, a prophetic warning and word because you know, I've just seen a lot, sat back and watched a lot, um, observed a lot, uh, discerned a lot, (laughs) and you know, God shares with me, so you know, and a lot of uh, times where we share things, you know, and if it hits someone so, uh, (laughs) you know, sharp, you know, that you, hey. That's god, you know, it's it's doing something don't ignore that, you know hit to your spirit if it if this message hits you Don't ignore You know, uh, that 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 pull that 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 you'll know what that feeling is that that conviction <laughs> Don't ignore it go to god with it and see what he will reveal to you. Okay, that's my disclaimer Whatever I say and if it's hitting you if it's um you know, just feels like a little cut, like, like oh my God, that hurt. <laughs> go to God with it and he will, you know, reveal that to you if you truly want to know, Um, you know, uh, curious of why you're feeling that way. So, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to go into it. So counterfeits, right? You guys know I got to always start with the definition. We use words so commonly that we, you know, forget to just really just look at truly what the meaning of the word is so counterfeit by definition is is made an exact imitation of something valuable or important with the intention to deceive or defraud you know i can look even with that definition alone i'll read it again made an exact imitation of something valuable so it's just not um, counterfeiting or counterfeit. It's just not an imitation of just anything, right? That doesn't have value. It has to have value for someone to want to imitate something, right? Um, it says, or important with the intention to deceive or defraud. So when something is counterfeited, the, the whole assignment, the whole intention is to deceive or defraud right and then you know i'm getting deeper into it because you know i had to break that one enough that one word wasn't enough i had to break down this word into pieces and so counter means to act in opposition oppose offset nullify right so that's counter that's first word i'm read it again to act in opposition oppose Offset, nullify, and then the other part of the word "fit," which is f-e-i-t, is a root me a root that means made or done, right? Made or done. And then, as I, you know, uh, God was dealing with me uh, with this topic today. You know, He told me He said just just read it and read it slow and read back what it says to you. So counterfeit, counter what fits right counter what fits so it's an opposition right of what fits which is what's made or done so i mean this just goes so deep because when you think of fit you know and like i I read you guys the definition the root word of that made or done right so made you guys know that that's our creator right um he made us, he made us um, in his image. He made us, he molded us to be something, you know, so anything that is added into our life, anything that he He adds to our life has already been molded. It has already been made. It already has been specified for our journey. It has already been specified, right, for our making, right? And I'm going to go into deeper into what it is in a minute. Um, so these are things that has already been made or done. So, you know, counter that. So it's something in opposition of what God has designed, right? What God has, it counters what God has made to fit, right? It's been tailored to us. So he said, you know, just look at the word and read it slow. It counterfeits counter what fits. It battles what fits. (laughs) it's in you know just in that um contest of what fits it interrupts what fits you know i'm just adding on as as god is talking to me (laughs) you know it's in the way it's it's um you know it's in opposition it's opposing what fits was already made was already done right what god had already designed it's like it's getting in the middle of that it's uh like i said it's just it's is getting in the middle of that <laughs> from that coming to pass. So um, this goes into, you know, so in areas where there are counterfeits, you know, when you hear counterfeits, usually people always go to and think of relationships, you know, um, mostly romantic relationships. We're going to deal with all of it. We're going to deal with, um, you know, counterfeit callings, uh, assignments, relationships, you know, whether they be romantic or friendships, right? There's counterfeits in all of these, you know, because these are things that, you know, that we desire, you know, of God, you know, we want to do the assignment of the Lord. We want to, you know, um, know our calling, know our purpose. We want to, you know, we want relationships. We want good relationships. We want good friendships. But there is this space um, that is dangerous to be in and that distorts your discernment and your vision. And that is a space of hurt a space of emotional hurt, you know, where you make decisions, you see things as you know as um as you are hurt, right? You know, how many of you have been hurt and you have made decisions in your pain that you regret. Right? <laughs> so you're making these counterfeit, you know, uh decisions saying, "Okay, this is the way it is," but actually it's just really combating the things that God, you know, has for you. So, um, counterfeits this now, this is my notes. Cause I was just in there writing, uh, I, I put counterfeits feel like they squeeze in an already tight space occupied by unhealed wounds. So I talk about the, uh, unhealed wounds and how dangerous that is. I'll read it again. Counterfeits feel like they squeeze in an already tight space occupied by unhealed wounds. And then it says, you battle now with counterfeits trying to fit. So it's like you're already battling with yourself and your emotional things that you go through. Then here comes whatever it is that feels like it, you know, at the time, because you're not thinking clearly. We are not emotionally in a state. You're not thinking clearly. So these opportunities, these relationships, these things come And then because of how your mind is set up, you're like, okay, well, that's it. That fits, right? Not knowing that it's a counterfeit. It's there to oppose what God has for you, what God has already put in position for you. And I'm just seeing um, just a lot of it, you know, and I think out of people, I would say mostly out of um, just, you know, you guys know, I always talk about thirstiness all the time. (laughs) out of desperation out of um just impatience with god you know we take maybe any job any any career because god i can't wait to 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 get into what you've called me to do so i'm just gonna do this thing until right that's counterfeiting right you're accepting the counterfeit you know well god this isn't i don't feel that this is right, you know, in the calling for me that you called me to do, but I'm going to do this because I, I want to do it, you know, do it. But you, that's not really the calling that God has for you. You know, a relationship that comes along, you know, it's maybe out of state of, you know, loneliness. So then you kind of move faster or do things more than you what you ought because, I'm dealing with this loneliness as opposed to seeing how this person fits right so then now you're welcoming a counterfeit, somebody that is opposing right the the vision that god has already put together so you know in addition to that i put uh you battle now with counterfeit trying to fit and unknowingly making room for your unhealed wounds which unfortunately starts to make decisions on what should be allowed in. If you are not careful, right? That's what That's what window and what gate, you know, we got, look, we just got done talking about gates. This is the window. This is the gates that are open, right? When it comes to how does these counterfeits come in? They come in through these gaping, wounds that we don't want to deal with that. We, we don't, we, we feel like we got time to deal with it later, but it opens up room for these counterfeits to come in. Right. And then your wounds, your, uh, uh, emotional wounds start making decisions for you It start making choices. It starts making, um, movement for you. And that becomes dangerous, right? So sometimes how to check that is, you know, that's why I recommend, especially for singles, (laughs) you know, to, to, and I, I push and I advocate for that being a whole person, right. And what that consists of is, you know, I was telling my sister, you know, before like being a a single person, you have to already know and know your non-negotiables, Right. No, it absolutely. And not just doing them out of fear or out of past hurt, but doing them with the instructions that God has already given you. Right. You've you've partnered with God. You've been in prayer with God. He's giving you these non-negotiables. Right. Like they can't, you know, like if God has told you to uh, remain somewhere and then something comes and then it makes you move. You know, you're just like, well, God, I thought you told me I wasn't leaving this place, (laughs) you know, or whatever. And then you do it. And then it's like, okay, wait, did I hear from God or did I not hear from God? And it's kind of a weird, you know, spot. So once you know and you know yourself, you know that you hear God clearly, it won't be a confusion. Right. That's your non-negotiable. Right. Because somebody will come and and, and just kind of blow all your non-negotiables out the water. And then you start leaning and then you start, you know, uh, kind of um, settling, you know, for some things that wasn't supposed you're supposed to be selling for. So now you're you're making room. You're making the counterfeit comfortable. (laughs) Right. So now everything starts to be like, well, that's not that bad. You know, I mean, this goes for like the things that I've listed before with the relationships, with the careers, you know, with the car, everything is not that bad anymore. Right. And really what you're causing yourself to do, you're causing yourself to compromise. Right. You're causing yourself to compromise. So you're making room for the counterfeit to come in even the more. And then now it's starting to look like, well, that's the vision that God has given me. That's it, But no, because you're still dealing with stuff that's unhealed in yourself. Right. So that's why I advocate. And that's why it's important. You know, even in the Bible, you know, it tells you to be healed. Right. You know, he advocates healing so much, not just to be well and be healed just to, to be better. But because wounds are gaping doors they're doorways for the enemy to come in so these are your ways of closing the door of the enemy because the enemy can only come in you know through that through hurt right through all it, because it's the opposite of of love the the environment that that incubates the atmosphere of god right it combats that because if you're 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 scared you're worried you're mad you're angry you know what i'm saying and they're not resolved it's causing another atmosphere to to come and to be you know just sit up on your life and then that atmosphere is conducive to these demons to come in right You know, it's just you're creating when you have these thoughts and when you're not healed You've already created this other atmosphere. That's not like a god-like atmosphere Right, so you can't welcome anything healthy in that atmosphere You don't know what's healthy, right? So that's why that healing is important that knowing where you are is important and If you feel like you're making decisions Um, And you keep repeating it because there's cycles that come with it. You'll know when you're like, why do I keep being in the same situation? Right. Then you have to take a step all the way back (laughs) because you have a window, you have a door, you have a wound that's opening these counterfeits, these counterfeit relationships, these counterfeit friendships, these counterfeit assignments, these counterfeit callings. You have something that is causing you to accept things that God has never told you is countering what fits, right? Got to be honest with yourself. Listen, got to be honest (laughs) with yourself at all times. And I think, you know, that's why I push with people that are single, you know, and to know that that's a gift. You are able to sit with yourself without any interruptions you know because when you have a husband or you know as a as a male you have a wife you are interrupted by the duties and you having to serve your spouse so if you have nobody in the house with you because you know you when you have a spouse they're with you all the time right you go home with them you're there in your space all the time you're constantly serving each other so when you're single you are in a very good space to serve yourself, right? To get what you need to get, not wait to let me do this and do that for my husband and do that and do this for my wife. And then I'll carve out time, you know, to deal with my issues and things that I'm going on with. Because a lot of times we think when we get married, we make that spouse, we make that other person God. And they're not God. They're not going to heal you. They're not going to um, solve your issues. They're your help me. They can help you get there, but they're not going to solve your problem. Right? So, and marriage is supposed to reflect that relationship between you and God. But if you have not established that first, you're not going to know what that looks like. Right? So it's always good to just establish yourself, make, you know, have God settle you um be a strong one right because one i always say one is a powerful number it's a foundational number you always start with one and what you do in that foundation is the basis on how everything will stand how everything you know what what will build on top of you will you be able to hold everything up right right so that's that dangerous thing about still being hurt because your now your wounds your hurt are making choices for you even though we just like oh my god lord i just been going through this i'm tired you know of i'm just in this place so but i want a relationship or you know um i mean even in your job it could be a good job but then you just want to move on because you're mad but not necessarily asking God, well, should I, should I leave this job or what's my assignment here at this job? Right. Because said, my job, I like it. It's easy. I'm getting a little bored, <laughs> but I had assignments at my job and I still probably do have assignments, you know, and, and it's people, you know, that I have to, 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 um, minister to or whatever at my job. So I just can't leave based off on, okay, my comfort, or I'm just, I'm bored, or <laughs> you don't have to go according to God's leading. Because if I did that, I would be entering to a counterfeit state. I would be going into another count. I would be going into a counterfeit position, right? And then I would be unhappy, and then I would be just in the spaces that God never told me to be in. So, so um the other thing is, you know, which I kind of explained. Check your pain trigger and trauma thermometer right? I'll say it again, check your pain, trigger, and trauma thermometer. So before you make, I would advise before you make any decision in um, going into, you know, assignments, relationships, check your, check these thermometers, right? Now, if these thermometers are just like running high in, in, in hot light, you know, you got these triggers and you know, you're still trying to go through you know just figure out the trauma you know in your life or you're going through this pain these are not very good states to make these big decisions on right but we don't like i said we're impatient we don't want to wait because we want what we want and it's only because we feel like it's going to heal us right we feel like it's going to heal us but the only person that can heal us is jesus he's the healer <laughs> right So, um, of course, you guys know I have to give you just a little Bible, you know, that goes into this. So as I was studying and looking for counterfeits in the Bible, you know, um, God mostly talks about, you know, just in the Bible about just uh, counterfeit uh, Christians, like who is really, you know, making sure you know how to discern who is following the things of God and Jesus. And who is, you know, just going about their own way, right? Um, so he talks about that in the Bible. So it's not really necessarily a direct of how to choose and things. It was more so about just uh, how you stand on your beliefs, right? So, but I remember, you know, there is a story. There is a a, a, a biblical story, you know, about um, Abraham, So that was the only thing I thought about when I thought about counterfeits was Abraham. And, you know, you guys, most of you guys know the story about Ishmael and Isaac, right? So Abraham, you know, was just, you know, God promised him, you know, um, descendants. He promised him, you know, uh, that he would have them. There'll be numerous as the grains of sand, numerous as the stars, you know, he will have this. But he was old of age. His wife was old of age. She's like, Well, God, how are you going to do this? You know, and he just said, You know, I'm just going to do it. So, you know, Sarah didn't believe and she initiated in, um, you know, Abraham sleeping with the handmaid so then they could have a uh, son. So they did that. You know, um, the handmaid had, uh, Hagar had the son, Isaac or Ishmael, and that was the counterfeit. But look at the, the conditions of where Abraham and Sarah were, right? They're out of impatient and, impatience and unbelief, right? And then I thought about it as I was just looking back at Abraham's history, because we never really uh, talk about it. You know, Abraham and his father, you know, this was according to Joshua 24 and 2. Abraham and his father worshiped idols, right? And so we know that. Abraham, you know, God told him, uh, told Abraham eventually to leave his country. He told him leave his country in Genesis 12 and one, you know, and this was always for that purpose so he can learn God because he was worshiping other gods. So, you know, during this transfer, you know, transition, he's learning about God. But as I was thinking, though, was that while Abraham was going through this journey of learning God, of course, he went through all these testings. But Abraham, you know, we don't know what other things he was battling with, right? And so this thing with him and Sarah and this impatience, what thing was not resolved, right, in the bloodline that could have just opened up just like, okay, well, this is okay. You know, this counterfeit, it's okay. You know, we can make this choice out of here and we can deal with the consequences later because as you know, you know they did eventually have Isaac, right? And then what happened after that? It was a bunch of confusion. It was a bunch of jealousy. It was a bunch of the stuff that probably wouldn't have happened if Abraham and Isaac, uh, Abraham and Sarah, was just patient. So if we just be patient, if you know that God has promised you something and see, that's the thing, especially with uh, prophetic words or, you know, God has told you something and you may have told somebody else, but you had to know that the enemy is listening. The enemy is listening, right? So you ever thought about something or said something and then it seems like immediately that thing comes right fast most of the time that is just like definitely a red flag right that's how it just comes quick it comes too fast for you to think like have time to think and that is like the such a trick of the enemy it comes so fast that you have no time to think quick (laughs) right like a flash (laughs) and i said most times you know i know you know god is sovereign he can do whatever And however he wants to do it, when he wants to do it. But most of the times, because it just, we won't have time to think. We won't have time to process anything. And if you think about it, if you are already in a state of confusion, of not knowing who you are, of being hurt, and the devil tries to get that thing to you before you know who you are and before your healing comes. So think about it if you're uh, like you feel like you're on a on a uh, breakthrough, you know, in your healing journey, like you're about to break through. You know, like you're doing well, you make your choices for yourself, then here comes a counterfeit. And like I said, I'm talking about relationships, uh, jobs, you're doing well on your job, you know, whatever. Then here comes these counterfeit offers, positions, you know, relationships. Here comes this counterfeit friends right you ask god for a healthy group of of friends but then here comes this bunch out of nowhere and you like now wait a minute oh that's quick and then they sound like they are what you need and we all know that uh, with friends how they get connected with us depends on the state that we're in today so you know i believe sometimes friendships are seasonal and it's because you know everyone grows um it's 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 a it's good, you know, if you guys can stay on the same page and you know grow together, but a lot of times, you know, a lot of friends are just seasonal, right? And you have to be okay with that because sometimes you might be connected to a group of friends and you were hurt and you guys share hurts. You know, you guys know I talked about that with trauma bonds. You were hurt, but now that you become healed, these friendships maybe don't fit anymore, right? So if you're staying in them and then you're making choices, they're they're starting to make choices for you, you know, you, you might be, you know, them, not your, your, your friends that you need to be with. So that's why even in friendships, you still have to, to, to try to be healthy, to accept friendships because, you know, friendships have strong influence of, of, of impacting your decisions, right? And the choices that you make in life. They have a, a impact. They have weight sometimes, and this is a warning. We give some of our friendships too much weight in our life, right? They they make decisions for us, and we don't know. Maybe we feel like we're not strong enough, you know, to make decisions. But see, that's that's where that comes from. So, so yeah, I want to give that example. That's what brought my train of thought. Um, I thought about that, and um. Let me see what else God was saying about that. Um, so, you know, like I explained, counterfeits in the Bible refers to Christianity as being an age as. Wait. Counterfeits in the Bible refers to Christianity. OK. <laughs> like I said, be, you know, in the Bible, but as being an agent of Satan, it tries to stop the progress of the Bible. So, OK. See, I'm writing chicken scratch and I don't even know what I wrote. That's a shame. <laughs> so I'm trying to get my thoughts together on that. So, you know, the Bible talks about counterfeit. and the Bible refers to Christians, who's real, you know, whatever. But the reason why God does that as far as in the Bible, he goes so strong because there's many scriptures. It was too many for me to reference to Um, about be careful. And, you know, there's a scripture where he, uh, John talks about, you know, be careful of false prophets, right? Um, so you can know what's real or fake, but you, and he urges that warning because if you listen to these people's teachings, right, they have the ability to alter you and take you off course. So with um counterfeits, right? With counterfeits coming in, it's like the same thing, right? Th- they um counterfeits planted by the enemy it stops the progress of your destiny right so not only you know how the bible refers to christianity as it it, uh, stops your progress as growing in christ i mean it's the same thing right it blocks your destiny so that's kind of where i want to hone into and come home to (laughs) it's like the whole thing about counterfeits in this warning about counterfeits because i see it you know um when you're on the edge of a breakthrough when you're on the edge of knowing who you are be careful of these opportunities and these people coming in because they're sent on assignment and necessarily it might not be bad people or necessarily a bad position every counterfeit does not have to be like bad or um malicious it could be good but It could be good for somebody else. It's not made for your destiny. So really what it will do, because, you know, um, you have some things going on with yourself, internal battles with yourself, it's interfering your way to make decisions. And then when these counterfeit things come, it's really deterring you. It's really stopping your progress to destiny. So it's dangerous (laughs) to, you know, to entertain, to accept counterfeits in your life, right? And it's not just, um, I mean, like I said, it's jobs, it's friendships, it's relationships. It's dangerous to accept counterfeits because it's time wasters, destiny blockers, all because we don't want to sit with ourselves and deal with our healing, deal with the wounds that, that goes so deep that, like I said, now it's making decisions for us, right? We have to be careful of these counterfeit things, these counterfeit people, these counterfeit opportunities. We have to be careful, check it, check your thirst. (laughs) Check your thirst, Check, check your trauma thermometer, check your pain thermometer, right? Don't make decisions while you're in pain. Don't make decisions while you're still heartbroken. Don't make decisions when you are imbalanced, you know, in, in things. Just be, when you are just content in a state of uh, gratitude, in a state of, you know, just I'm in my purpose, you know, um, I'm, I'm content of where I'm at. I'm not thirsty for anything i don't need anything now you're in us and you you worship god you pray you you know do all the things that you need to do to establish and strengthen that relationship with god now you're in a position to make decisions right so that's a good that's a a nice indicator of you're angry you're lost you're lonely you know don't refrain from making decisions you know, uh, that can in- impact and change your life, right? You know, because a lot of times we just just in this state of, and we don't know how detrimental that is to your life. And you guys know, um, you know my story, and I don't mind give you know telling it. You know, as much times I got to, <laughs> you know, in my state of, you know, like I said, when I had got you know married and whatever, and made that major decision you know, I was was hurt, rejected, you know, lonely, <laughs> you know, whatever, and just simply thought that marriage would be the cure-all, that would be that healing factor, and it wasn't. It was work, right? And, you know, just to do that in that, in that position that I was in to make that decision, because, you know, that was definitely a counterfeit, right? And it 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 costed time, you know, and I look at now from a different perspective. It really wasn't time wasted. It was what needed to happen for me to get to sit here and talk to you guys now. (laughs) It was a, a, a way that what God had to use to get me in that place with him. So but I can testify to that. Let's see. Jesus is the magnifying glass to verify if it is real or not. Just like money has its markers to prove it's authentic, Jesus will prove it is from him. Yeah, from him. Exactly. And that's good. You know, um, Jesus is being like that counter, that little counterfeit, <laughs> that counterfeit marker that be going on that money. And you know money, like I told you guys the uh, definition of it before. Money is valuable. A counterfeit is only a counterfeit because it's made an exact imitation of something valuable so you think about it you know marriages are are valuable you know um uh friendships are valuable right you know and 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 callings, the assignments they're valuable right so we'll be like the devil and you know he's always that i call the great the great perverter right he perverts things he um likes to copy things because he has no ability to create anything so the only thing that he can manifest and put together is a counterfeit right that that, that could be so close to what God has for you and then when you get it you look close enough because see even with the counterfeit and counterfeit money you look close enough you you will see it's fake right are counterfeits ever necessary that's a good question Clad like I said for um what I went through you know and I definitely know that was a counterfeit I know that was for my making um as far as the ministry and things that God has for me to do um but no they're never necessary you know nothing is better than the real thing um but you know sh- the devil be trying it Be trying it. No counterfeits are never necessary, you know. Especially if it's copying something of, you know, as the definition says, of value. Value. And I think that was a good thing that I read that definition because some people just think automatically that counterfeits are just fake copies of something fake. But counterfeit is only a counterfeit if it's a copy or a um. What did I say? um imitation of something valuable and even with that what do you hold valuable you know and that's i said that thirst factor that you want so bad are you able to discern if it's the real thing you know there are some things that we have in our life that we want and and i mean that's considered valuable and then when it comes you know will that our impatience and thing welcome that, that that counterfeit like i don't care like you know how people buy a fake purses and things it looks good you know you know it's fake you know it's a counterfeit you know because it looks something of valuable because but you're trying to impress other people right and they see it <laughs> as long as they think it's real it's okay but I know it's fake. That's, you know, that's crazy. Because I wouldn't, but my thing is, with counterfeit, Um, I would say just like with, you know, I'll just say purses, for instance. Uh, when I buy things, it don't matter even what it is. It don't even have to be a value, a, a name brand purse. If I like it, I like it. So I don't know all the brands. So if I so happen to buy a purse and it, it looks like another brand, trust me, I don't know. <laughs> i really don't know but that is really a crazy idea that someone would just want to do that just so it looks like the real thing even though you know it's fake so you take that into real life uh situations right what are what are you what costs are you paying to have something that you know is fake just to prove to someone that it's real That's crazy. Like you know, you know, you know, you putting on what they say, putting on for the gram. You know, you know, you putting on. You know, but you want everyone else to think that it's real. This could be for a job. You know, your job looks like it's uh luxurious, or you know, you're you're going to all these exciting places and you know, whatever, but you are just so. Tired. You don't make the amount of money that you need to because you're spending money on other stuff. But you took the job because it just looks like I'm high status, right? You're in the relationship because it looks like you know this, but really I know what's going on, you know. Or I I I didn't want that, but it just I just it just looks good on paper, right? So I don't know. We got to be careful, and you know, God is really um and the thing is with counterfeits (laughs) counterfeits always become come before the real thing and that's what happened you know like i i talked a little bit about abraham and sarah you know ishmael came before isaac and i mean the 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 real thing didn't take too long to come after the counterfeit so our impatience right that counterfeit to me If you look at it, if that counterfeit comes and you discern it as a counterfeit, you should know that your blessing is right there. That it's really not too far off if the enemy has to feel like it has to send something to to counterfeit, (laughs) you know, what God has has coming for you. That's how, you know, you know, that's how the devil moves he'll put something fake in front of you just to see if you can discern if it's fake. Like, can I'm going to try it. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to try to see if I can ease this past him. You know, because he doesn't necessarily know anything about what we're going through or or the window, but he knows if there's one window or something, he's going to try it. So if you can look look past you know i mean if you're dealing with your hurt and you're discerning enough like no i'm gonna say no to that because i'm not emotionally ready for that you know i'm i'm not ready for that i'm i'm just gonna stick with god let him give me some downloads and then i can make a decision i I can't make a, a healthy decision about anything right now right i'm saying so if you ever a counterfeit comes so I guess that kind of answers your your question a little bit, Clad. Are counterfeits ever necessary? I'm um, not necessary, but I do believe that it is a, uh, a, good, a a good sign to know that your blessing is around the corner. You know, what you desire is around the corner. So if anything, uh, you know, about counterfeits is to know that your blessing is, a, is right around the corner. That's what I can say about that. So, you know, you have to be careful taking anything because it looks like it fits. Like, I mean, and that's the thing about counterfeit. It looks like it comes right on time. Look like it flows together. Um, It looks like this this is right. But it's not. (laughs) So, um, I hope this helped y'all. Um. You know, just think about slowing down, you know, and um, really concentrating on being in a place where, where God can trust you, you know, with what he has already made. Right. Trust you with what he's already made and that you will have the patience, you know, to just wait. Even though, because sometimes we'll have our timeline, you know, of things. Like, I want to make a, this amount of money by the time I'm age, whatever. But, you know, God's timing is the right time because he knows you. He knows exactly when and everything that he does for us is not just for us. It's for whatever else around the thing is going on, right? You know, it's other people involved in his movement with you. You know, it doesn't just affect us. It affects everybody. It it reminds me of, you know, it's just like that movie, like the butterfly effect, you know, what you do impacts somebody else down the line. So you have to think about that. You know, what if God was sending, you know, this job that came along, you know, relationship or whatever, send it coming your way. You took it, but you really was supposed to decline it because that job or opportunity or that person was for somebody else, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, you know, just be very discerning because I just see now, you know, uh, like I said, the warning, there's so many counterfeits of anything, you know, that you desire. The devil is cop- copying Things that, you know, especially people of God want. And I mean, feel like they've been waiting years for. And what's being sent out are counterfeits. Because it's like another testing. Like, let me see if they're able to wait. Let me see if my children are able to wait. Right? Make decisions. Because counterfeits are caught They don't cost much, but they're costly to your destiny, right? They copy something that that's real and it makes them cheap, but it's costly to your destiny. I'm telling you, blessing counterfeits don't stand the test of time. The quality is poor. Yes, that quality is downgrade. (laughs) It downgrades really quick, right? (laughs) Yep waiting like Abraham we have to have the patience of Abraham or not well learn from Abraham but have that patience you know it was years sometimes we may think things should come at a certain age or well I'm gonna be too old and you have to watch your words right well I'm gonna be too old for that when that comes it's like you're speaking negatively into that future I, I won't be able how do you know you know like relationships and getting married i didn't think love got old i didn't think you know when you find love that it gets old you know and if god gives you another job or gives you money i don't think it's too old to enjoy anything you know god look let abraham and sarah live you know let them live these people live for a long time y'all forgot These people live for a long time, right? So sometimes we got to think outside of the box of what we want and, you know, our timeline and our things, because that's what disappoints us. We break, you know, I say that all the time, we break our own hearts, right? Because we never acknowledge God, acknowledge him in all our ways (laughs) and he will direct thy path. Because, you know God will make you listen I don't care what nobody say people in their 40s and up nowadays look younger than the younger ones it's for real I'm I'm seeing it start looks look look, look the, these older ones I mean these younger ones 25 20 years old and I'm not talking about you glad <laughs> you know um and Janaea, we're look we're looking like almost like the, the the same age right so you never know how many years god is adding to you because he's he's bringing this to you and he just wants us to wait be patient trust him right and don't and and heal heal from the trauma heal from the pain So you won't have these open doors for the devil even to try to create these counterfeits. You know, and sending them, right? (laughs) So that's my warning. Be careful of the counterfeits. They're out there in the land. They're out there plentiful, especially in this season because God has just... It's like we're on a brink of things coming to pass. You know, and my pastor said that you know so well that it was you know we might have been waiting years 20 years for it it's we're on the brink of it coming to pass and the enemy knows that and now and then he sends these counterfeits <laughs> kids at work never believe i'm 24 i'm 18 19 to them right see that's i'm like not you Clad, because you, <laughs> you look younger than your age anyways <laughs> you know, so, um, you know, gotta make you feel young. I don't feel my age at all. Right. I don't feel my age, but I know how old I am, (laughs) but I don't feel my age, you know, at all. So I think, you know, that's the, the miracle and things of God. It just reminds me of the children of Israel, how things, how things grew with them you know it reminds me of the children of israel how things grew with them so i don't know (laughs) but i thank you guys for tuning in i'm just gonna go ahead and do what i always do at the end of the broadcast at the end of the uh these recordings is do the plant of salvation. Uh, Romans 10 and nine states that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So this is, you can say this to my podcast listeners, those watching this replay, those watching now. Um, This is how you receive Christ. Right. Um, You confess who he is. Right. That he died and he rose on the third day and you confess your sins and you try, you know, with his help to turn away, to turn away like I want to live a new life. Right. And you can say this in your home. You can be saved where you're where you're at. You can be saved in your house. You don't have to wait till Sunday morning because you know tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. The next day is not promised. The next hour is not promised. You know, so you know, to secure your, your soul, you know, this is the way to get to salvation. And you have to believe in your heart. You have to believe that. Jesus died for your sins. You know, you have to believe it. It's a heart thing. At the end of the day, God weighs your heart, right? God weighs your heart and he determined, you know, and, and to know that you believe in him and, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's not a big to do, um, but I do advise to, you know, with the leading of God, find you a local uh place, local church to go and learn more about them. Learn more about, who you who you could just confessed that you gave your life to learn more about them right so you can navigate the Bible and learn and you know and grow and, and and obtain the holy spirit you know back get baptized you know just go deeper I mean there's so many deaths in God to get to we we can't even we're not even at the tip of understanding and knowing him but you have to know how mighty he is, right? How powerful he is to even just think about us. So I can go on and on, but that's it. <laughs> so i thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'll see you guys next week. I don't know what topic I'm gonna speak on, but um, you can share this for anyone that you feel like needed. And I thank you. You can continue to comment on this video. Um, and if you want to contact me, because I really haven't did this, but someone asked me to do this. Um you can follow me on Instagram, Rolinda C. McCoy. Um, email me if you have any questions. You listened, you uh, heard me on the podcast. You know, I accept emails, questions, and if even if you ask questions, I can read them on one of the lives. You know, I won't say your name or anything, but I can read it, and and so they can be answered. Right? So it's Rolinda McCoy at thepofme.com, Ralinda McCoy, R-A-L-I-N-D-A, M-C-C-O-Y, at thepofme.com, and I will answer your questions. (laughs) All right, guys, I thank you for tuning in. I'll let you have the rest of your evening back, and I'll check you later.